Affairs Program, and I have my friend, yeah, I can call you friend, yeah. Yes. Okay. Anyway, uh, my friend Mira Tony Yamat uh, with me tonight, and we're going to talk about um, the mindset of uh, kingdom economics. We're also going to talk about investments. So we, she didn't know it, but we may be doing this for another couple of weeks so that we can strategically do some things so that people can actually um, understand the difference between kingdom investments and regular investments, I mean worldly investments, and how we are to go into the world and what it is that we're to do. So uh, one of the things that we invite you to do if you have questions, um, you know, it'll be open for tonight for people to be able to ask questions, but if you have questions, please send them to the website, www.mteminc.org, and uh, if there's things you want us to discuss on the programs, we'll be able to do this. You know, this is really something that's really interesting. Many years ago, I was prophesied to that I was gonna be doing um, a television program with uh, an, another woman, a doctor, which you are a doctor, and Judas Prudence or whatever, attorney stuff. Um, and uh, that it was gonna be a strange woman, and you are strange, and <laughs> that we were gonna just, we were gonna have fun, and people were gonna be helped. And so, uh, at the time, it was really interesting, because I thought it was one of the, uh, the psychiatrist daughters that I have, and that we were gonna be doing that. But I really believe that our time, and where we are now, is for this, for uh, uh, kingdom uh, economics, and how to do it, and we're gonna actually, uh, we're getting ready to do some investing in some different things, so, um, you know, a whole lot of stuff will open up, I think. So, at any rate, uh, where do you wanna start? Just go in the flow, because like what you said, I don't know a lot of the topics or what's going on, but I really love being here from the last time that she surprised me, it was supposed to be a private meeting and and then I was like the phone was and she was on a zoom meeting and then I knew she had another show so I was like well I can still have a private meeting even if it's like a three minute or five minute I, we can get business done within those hours sometimes so I waited and waited and I didn't know it was going to be live so with that I saw just such a you can say comparison in a way of what I do business in the world or in other churches there was such a you could say a matchmaking that god was doing during that interview and you if you even noticed it we almost overlapped the time because god was so happy it's almost like he designed two different women from two different places like she said i'm a strange woman and i didn't even know i worked a lot in new york you know i have an office in manhattan i worked in hollywood and you know i do a lot of things with uh different celebrity or even presidents or kings i didn't see that there was so much was going to come out in that last week and i cleared out all my schedule and i don't even know what she was i just said baker 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 so all my uh my assistant was like what is this i said don't worry about it and then they didn't even know what name it was just a full day so even to prepare for today, I did not know what's going on. So I just stayed in fasting because I want the fresh manna myself. Because sometimes when you come together with like-minded people, it takes only two people to come in agreement and God is in the midst. Yeah. 
and then you want somebody that is has that heart for God. And it it was so sad because I was in Marina and in a couple places uh, over this weekend, and I had to have an emergency meeting with a lot of boards as if I was saying goodbye already. But I was giving them folders and folders of all the investment that this is what has been agreed upon, but I have to make myself available for something big because I'm, you know, I love when God is birthing something new, and I'm always trying to be in the midst of that because I love learning and God is the creator and I start seeing that he actually really has everything in his hand even though people don't know it if you pay attention closely you'll see the hands Mm -hmm. of God in every way so I saw the hands of God last Tuesday so I made sure to just be available that's the main key is being available with God every Tuesday even though um I might have to go in some travels that I know that I'll be able to be and unpack things with Dr. Baker with what God is wanting to yeah. do. Because it's hard to um, to unpack some things if one person that you're trying to unpack with, when we're st- talking about economics, money, everybody will give you, you could say, they, their best resume and their best presentation. You could say their, their front. That's but... It you can feel inside of you and that's the inner inside of you there was something off and sometimes people forget that they will look at somebody's resume or their title and what they present themselves and how they advertise themselves um to be yeah portfolio their Mm -hmm. portfolio this is what i have even even when i was getting ready today and you know they had those like uh youtube commercial and i just this time i listened to it and somebody was Percentage. Oh, I'm the one that, uh, you know, called it for Amazon. I'm the one who, you know, advised this investment. I'm the one. And I'm just like, the discernment is there. It's like, you lied. Like, you're not the one. Like, how many fakesters are there, you know? When I was young, I thought that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I will know, you could say, the frauds and the lies. And it's just like every year, it's so much more new gimmicks, but it's still the same. The spirit of, uh, you could say, greed is always uh-huh. there. Uh-huh. And then if they can't even be, you can say, be trusted with little things. I won't even trust them with any big things. You know, so those are the things sometimes we get too busy. And it's amazing. I love here because I can relax here with Dr. Baker because they're very chill here. But in other places, they're just like, when I come into the room, they everybody's all of a sudden working, you know, and they're on their point. And then sometimes companies or even churches will say, she's in town. And I was like, you know, you don't. Then everybody start working and doing what they're supposed to. But it's amazing. It's like, you don't have to use my name to get your people working. It's like God sees everything. And then what we're going to try to impart to the community of the body of Christ is what we're saying might sound so simple, but we're giving you guys the very shortcut that we learned from our expertise from our journey so that we can give you the grand finale what you can do right now that is working so that you can be successful to whatever you're doing whether that's in life business investment and also so that you don't get involved with anything that is sinking or being shaken right now um and then also understanding the new blueprints and wanting to grab more things from heaven that has not been invented and has yeah. not been here. We talked about that a bit on Sunday, and oh, here's yeah. here's one of the uh, here's one of the things. 
your mindset is going to have to change. Even what it is that we think, even though, it, I mean, ours is changing. You know, you may think you have a kingdom economic mindset, but what has been, what is being released, what, as you sit in your, as you sit in Christ, and as you look and listen to what's going on in that heavenly realm, you start to realize that there's things that needs to shift in our mind. And if it doesn't shift into where it is that he wants to go now, what'll happen is it'll be like having old corn. Mm -hmm. It's old wine and trying to put it into a new wine skin, okay? And the thing of it is, is this, is that when God says new, he means that new. Do, do, do you understand? It's like, um, you can't tell me you're gonna give me a new, um, uh, a new pair of pants and somebody's worn them. Is they're not new. <laughs> they're not new anymore, do, do you understand? And so what it is that he's saying to us is this, I'm going to release some things and I'm going to release it through you and the people that I am bringing like-minded people, and when he's talking about like-minded people, I believe he's talking about people with a mind of ready expansion and realizing that no matter what is going on in the world, no matter what's going on in, in, in this, that we have to look through the eyes of, of, of quantum physics or, 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 or that. We have to start to stare at what it is that he's talking about. So all of the things that we have, all of the way that we think about money, all of the way that we think about the finances, all of the way that we think about those things, they're gonna have to shift dra uh, drastically. Mm -hmm. And even in investments, there's going to be a creation of investments, of things that um, he's saying, I want these to drop into the earth now. Mm -hmm. And so are you willing to take uh, it's not taking a chance. Are you willing to look stupid for a day or two yes. until I can make you look good? Yes, and I totally agree with you with that because, you know, and you have to change that mindset because you don't, when he says we're in a new era, this is a, this is a new creation, a new thing, it, you have to start, you know, I noticed this in, in Christian community, they don't assess things. In business, we assess things all the time. You know, and we audit things, and we re we recap and review mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whether this is a good investment or not. So, for our Christian community, we really want you to value on sitting back and reassessing what has been working in your life and what's not. Why is it in your life? Because you're about to be trusted in something bigger and greater. If you can't even handle your children, you can't even handle your spouse, or you can't even handle you could say the job that you work at now or the changes that is happening in your surroundings, in your society. Your emotions. You know? Yeah, so it's like if you can't even face this attack or you get easily offended. I mean, when you start making money, people are going to be offended all the time. You know, and then when you're changing the way you look, they get offended all the time. You know, when I travel, people get offended. Like I travel in the Philippines and they said, oh, why are you single and you're not married? And I said, they get offended a lot. No, but I can still run business. Mm -hmm. They don't change anything. And then when I go to, you know, South Africa, and there was just, you know, hey, can you make sure you're not a, you know, not, a, not an apostle? Can you take that apostle hat? And I think they haven't met me yet. So when they hear me speak, it's like, 
they see the truth and you can discern it and your spirit can test, can back it up in scripture. I don't have to sit here and tell you that I know the scripture, that I can memorize. I can live the scripture. Can you? Can you walk it out? Can we simplify this to the point that you're actually producing the fruit of the Holy Spirit? And see, that, that, that happens in the realm of finances. But uh, you said something. If you can't handle, and, and, the, and, the, and the Word of God says this, if you don't have control over your own spirit, over your own emotions, over your own stuff, you're like a city with a wall torn down. You're not going to do business. You're not going to be able to handle it. If you get angry or you get upset or somebody hurts your feelings, um, whatever, I, I don't understand that in the first place. Or if you get offended, you know, you have to get unoffended. That's a great word. Let's everybody say that, unoffended. unoffended. See, there you go. Yes. It's so easy, you know. And, and, the, and the thing is, is this, um, many times what's going to happen is, we in the church, we in the we the ecclesia, people seem to think we're not supposed to be involved in government, we're not supposed to be involved in commerce, we're not supposed to be involved in all of those things. But kingdom economics, kingdom economics goes into the world and takes the culture of the kingdom of God, which is wealth. Okay? Do you think God's a broke king? Huh? Do you think God is broke? So how can we carry the kingdom? Mm -hmm. how, we can, can, how can we represent the king without representing him in, in, in true form as to how it is that he is? So your mind has to change. And however it is that you made money or produced money before, that's old hat. That is not going to, it, it will dry up because society, and, and please correct me, any, any of the wrong, society and what's happened in, this, in, in our economy that we're in right now is that the adversary is, is saying we're going to destroy the way it is now so everything that you think you have, all those little dollars you think you got, a couple of million, a couple of hundred thousand or, or billion dollars or even a couple of trillion or whatever it is, it's not going to be worth what it was. You understand? So God says, I'm bringing something into this that's going to change this because it's not time for me to come and rapture the people back. Mm -hmm. Okay, you know, it's not time to come and pick them up. I'm not coming for a broken down, uh, sad, in a hurry, uh, in a cave people. I'm coming back for people that are thinking. I'm coming back for people with my mind. Mm -hmm. So if we have the mind of Christ, the, the, the uh, creation that we're going to do, that we're going to, to, to start to do, people are going to want to invest in the creative things that God has given yeah. And that's, that's so true because we're, we're not asking you to not feel or respond within your emotion. We're like, like what she said is that once you get offended, get unoffended. And then when you start saying, let's say a lot of people like you know, end up cursing or getting upset because you see the bad news and the fake news and all this other stuff and you start cursing, repent. And then say, you know, I'm better than this. And then give that bad behavior to God before it's on the platform or the stage or before you own a company when you now think you're all that in a, and you're destroying people's life. You're not being impactful. God is a generational God. That means he doesn't make little things. Even though you think that your business or your what you're creating is so small, but it's part of a bigger things. 
and he wants you to look at global, bigger ways and how is this can impact. And me and Dr. Baker is in the same boat about the church has to be part of all of these things. Why? Because we have the very foundation that cannot be shaken. That's right. So just imagine if everybody really grasped the kingdom foundation for schools. We won't have the schools nonsense that we have now. And if we have the kingdom foundation for businesses, you won't have all of this, you know, you can say instability and greed and shadiness that is happening. You will be rewarded based on your, your gift and your hard work and what you put in. Not, I'm going to use you when I'm done with you. You know, I'm going to go out and then, oh, you know what, you're, you're so kind. I'm going to use you so I can, you can be my scapegoat, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you will bear all my stuff. I can just get rid of you stuff. And then Kingdom Foundation belongs in your family, you know, because if you grab a hold of a family, God the Father has a business that needs to be completed here on earth. That's why we're in the end times. That means it's not time for rapture, and we're not supposed to be hiding in our houses and chilling there and, you know, saying, doing our devotion every single day and not doing it. Say, why read it if you're not even impacting the word? Like, why even do it? Don't Stop praying. I start, a lot of my, my mentees and other leaders, we start going to people's houses and asking for prayers. Said, we're not going to pray for you because you're not doing nothing. We're going to pray for you and waste our prayer. We give our prayer and our time being there. You're dishonoring the very king that is inside of me. You called upon Jesus, so God brought us help the last time we came. But if you're going to keep on doing the same thing, sinning the same way, I'm not going to keep on trying to catch you. And then at the end of the day, you're just thinking of rapture. You're not even really thinking anything impactful. What are you cooking right now at home? What are you building? What are you thinking? Is it purposeful or is it wasteful? Or is it part of the agenda of the enemy? It's nonsense. Do your research. Ask God. Ask Holy Spirit. Because when you grab a hold of family mindset and the kingdom business, you'll know that we are all God's children and we have a father that had created us, that loves us all. That means we have to love our enemy from far away. We have to love even the very evil people in on the earth. Why? Because the more we love them and we don't speak evil towards them, what's going to happen? It will give them less power because right. it only produces power what comes out of a Christian mouth. And so if you are saying, oh, they're going to destroy California. Yes, you just gave them power. They did have power. They were waiting for you to say it. And you said it. And then you cry out, this is all these things happening. I'm going to just move to Texas. Why? So you can destroy Texas? So, this, you know, all of those things, this bad habit, it's also the children are watching our response. That's powerful. And and you blame the kids are not doing this and that. You're not being an example. There's no role model. There's no morals, ethics. Everybody, oh, you found a penny in your pocket. That, that's that's your you know that's your lucky charm or whatever. No, I tell the kids if you is that penny is that penny yours or not? You pick that up and you put it in your pocket. It's stealing. Ten commandments still exist. It's stealing. There's no gray area on it, good or bad. There's not. So you have to find out who's penny that is and I know it looks small but you just gave access to the enemy to steal the very blessing you're about to receive and and how how much time do you spend okay how much time do you spend meditating dreaming 
Because there's ideas that are waiting to come into your head. Okay? If you're not spending time and training children to spend time, see, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. It, it's really interesting. We have run into, we know some of the same people in South Africa. We know some, I mean, it's, we, amazing. it's really interesting. We go places and we've been places and I didn't know her before and we started talking and we find out that we know some of the same people and we've done business with some of the same people and we've helped some of the same people. And, um, um, you know, I've done stuff with people in Hollywood and, 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 and all of this. I'm in, in, and uh, I'm working with people in New York. And, um, you know, just, uh, just really interesting stuff, right? But, uh, so we, we, we uh, God just, God does something, I mean, he just does funny things. He brings people together that should be together, but you didn't know that you should be together. But one of the things of it is, she's a, um, you know, she's in law stuff, and I'm a doctor in psychology. And one of the things that I, I notice is this, I don't, uh, people do not spend enough time thinking and writing those thoughts down and then meditating on those thoughts and asking him to give them other parts of the vision, of the thoughts, of whatever. I had a dream and the dream said this and I dreamt this and I had this great dream. Well, what did you do with the dream? You know, God, is this a dream from you or is this a dream uh, um, you know, from something else. Is this something, and in that dream, do you ever see things that you've never seen before? Mm -hmm. are, are, are you hearing? This is what he wants to release now. This is about the release of now. I don't care. I'm at, I've made all kinds of money, all kinds of things. There's businesses and all of these things, but there are things that have to hit the earth that are necessary in order to prepare for Yeshua's return, also to prepare for the different things that are coming in so that we can change government, so that we can change businesses, so that we can change schools, so that we can change uh, how, how, how commerce works, so that we can change railroads and planes and all of these different kinds of things and things that have not even been designed yet brand new things you know that there was a time that there wasn't computers i mean that there we didn't use computers as we do now right it was uh and these little phones and things that people carry around and act like they are part of their uh anatomy um you know all of this there's there, there was a time when that wasn't there well do you think that everything has been invented that is supposed to be invented there's brand new things that god wants to bring into the earth but he can't he says, I, what I'm doing is I'm looking for people that will take time and allow me to speak to them. Who will take the chance on me is what I'm hearing from God. Who will take the chance to, to, to just let me drop it in and then not go out and just tell everybody, oh, I got this going and forget about what you used to do. He mm -hmm. says this very easily, forget about the past, forget about what you did before look forward to what it is that I'm doing because I'm doing a new thing. And we say new thing. Uh, today, uh, tonight, I was on a Zoom call with uh, Love and Unity and there was this guy uh, from Brooklyn, New York, and he's part of Mario's team. 
and um, uh, Mario Murillo, who's going to be here this week, uh, coming up and all of this stuff. But he's part of his team, and then uh, AJ, who's you know I'm, I'm close mm -hmm. to, he's part of that team on their whatever team and stuff. And um, listening to him, he was a wrestler, and the different things that he did, but some of the ideas and some of the ways that he's looking at things, but he still wants to impact the world, but he also wants to impact commerce. He also wants to impact how we do things. So there's things that, are, that, that God is saying, um, my eyes are looking to and fro throughout all the world to see who has faith enough to allow me to use them to do this. So this program is not uh, is 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 about this is to uh, tick you off if necessary or to do whatever it is to let you realize that the thing that you're doing has to be done at a dimension. It's not even a level or oh, coming up to this level. Forget the level. It has to be done at a dimension that God is saying that's worthy of me releasing into the earth. Yes. So I want you to talk about that. Yeah. So one of the things is that. Um, that God is doing is to really looking for a pure vessel and so and then that's good that she actually mentioned that we want to challenge your mind because sometimes you know like she always referred law but a lot of the investment that I have done has nothing to do with the things that I have studied for mm -hmm. and then I was like God what is going on and because he knew that the fate walk that I have that I will trust him for every single information for this company even when I, I was studying law and God says, I need you to take this job, something's gonna happen, you wanna work in New York? And I said, I wanna go to New York, not right now, I wanna finish school. And I said, no, um, if you want, he had allowed me to experience uh, what really is going on in law. So, you know, cause I was like, I had my set on, you know, we can change the world if we study the law and become a judge and all these other things. And then he showed me and I became a private investigator. I was hired in a lot of companies um, and I focused in my lane again, corporation and business. And I started to see that regardless what I was providing evidence, I saw which one was getting shut down, which one wasn't getting shut down. I saw the inequality of what was happening. So I was like, well, wait a minute. I thought this education is gonna take me to where I wanted to be to help the world. And then God says, no, just go to New York. And then when I went to New York, uh, I worked there. And I think, you know, because of the 9-11 happened, the executive uh, had passed away. And then they're very strict about race. And there's this company, it's an Italian company. So they wanted something that has within, you know, that has. So I went and worked with them and for an Italian company. And they wanted to expand the United States. So I handled their affairs here. And um, I learned that god gives you a very powerful nugget from heaven that doesn't even it's not part of your everyday thing it's not part of your career your expertise why because he wants us to glean on him every moment of the time i have no idea because i was born and raised in the philippines moved here in oakland which i was under a black panther family where i had to completely annihilate everything i know and just say i'm black this and everything and then it didn't make sense but i knew to honor the bible say honor your parents so i know a lot of people from oakland can't recognize me without my 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 braids and my fake hairs and all this other stuff but you know and i made my <laughs> 
and I got in a lot of fight because now you know they they pull my hair and they think it's fake and it's not you know and it's like no it's not that was my old me but just to satisfy what my family wanted so that's another thing too sometimes you try to satisfy what you think you want I wanted to study law and that's it I only want to make my family happy so I'll do everything that stand for them but at the same time you have to reassess the things and then become available and begin to meditate to what God is saying to you because he's opening up doors right now that you need to step in because why? A lot of people are asleep. Even the, you could say, sanctified Christian because they're, I asked God, I said, why are they are so anointed but they're asleep? I don't understand. Because they go to heaven and ask for revelation for their teaching and they have not really lived that outside. So God is going to give them what they're asking for. And then I was like, whoa, well, the world is dying, you know? So I'm going to be available. So he said, here's available. So I go to New York and did my part. And then within that, a lot of things that I put myself that, oh, I have to be married and I have to be this to be respectful. But it was my ethic. It was the way I handle business and perfection and however God is. Because when you partner with God, he does everything in excellent. Because I was trying so hard to be perfect. But I couldn't do it by myself. But when you partner with Christ, mm. he is the spirit of excellence. That means you need to assess that everything you do is excellent. And then other people's watching what you're doing, and that's how I got the job. I mean, they offered me, uh, at that time it was uh, early 1999, to uh, a quarter mil. And then, you know, to be just to travel, I have a black card to travel every single day and to just manage and just give ideas and other things for the company. And I learned a whole lot. And then I learned also my, you know, six inch heels, that this is the only approved heels that they are allowed. It was like, the small. And so you put these things in your mind. What do you think that is gonna be best suit you? When God actually has a plan to see if he can trust you with his kingdom plans. And then if you're stewarding that, and you you actually want so much for yourself. God brings a challenge, test for something else, for somebody else. And then he brings something for you. In the midst of that, I started to learn how to run becoming an executive before I owned my own company. I was an executive of a, a global industry first. And he wanted to see first, can I trust you with this? Is, you know, and then I, you know, and at that time I was hurt in... I, I wanted to be rebellious, and I said, God, you know, this doesn't make any sense, you know. So I went, you know, shopping, and that's when I found out that regardless how much you own, you're not going to be happy no. if you don't do the things of God. You know, I had, like, motorcycles and all the cars and the house and what the American says that it's supposed to define you as rich and, and, and what Africa says and yeah, what all, and all other countries to say too. So and then I was like oh, sitting here thing. I have all these things but I didn't have love I didn't have the things of God like I it was still always empty and God said are you done yet I sent you there to groom you so you can be somebody that I want you to be for my kingdom and it was so broad. So when God brings you idea, sometimes it might not fit your own career. You want to just go hop on it. And sometimes it's a test to see if he can trust you with that. And then you'll find along with that, you'll learn that he's molding you to be outside your own mind. Because the greatest enemy is our mind. That's right. And then people always blame the devil, but it starts from your mind first. Right. You know, you made a choice to rebe rebel. 
to do this. God didn't say, okay, you got that promotion, but he didn't tell me to buy every house in every state that I stopped. And my mom was like, are you dating a, a cocaine dealer or something? And I was like, <laughs> I said, no, because I was like 20 years old. I was just showing, I was like, this is how much money. All my friend was in debt in law school. And, and I, I was responding because I wanted to go and but I didn't know what Abba Father was doing for me. I was seeing the world this way when he said there's so much more different avenue to help the world to be a better place. You know, when we walk in obedience, and when we talk about obedience, he gave me an analogy, he gave me understanding of obedience. Most people think that obedience, and uh, someone was saying this today as I was sharing this with them, that obedience is doing what God says. But it's not. Obedience is we are co-laborers together with who? With, with Christ, right? Mm -hmm. Obedience is working with God. It's co-laboring with him. It's like here it is, we're going on a trip. And somebody knows the way. And they say, we're going this way. And you say, well, I think that way, I mean, you know, somebody with, with um, that is uh, uh, directionally challenged, such as myself, you know, somebody says, go south. Is that right or left or, or, or do I make a, a, a U-turn? You know what I'm saying? Okay. And, uh, you know, they say, well, we're supposed to go south. Well, that just seems weird. You know, when you're on the freeway or you're going someplace, and it says, well, we're going this way. And I'm saying, that didn't look right to me. I'm going to go this way. And, and, and all. Well, that's disobedience, okay? Going this way with him and working with him, that's obedience. And what happens is uh, when, we, when we do that, you know, then we get to where it is that we're going because the word of God says, can two walk together unless they be agreed? And you start to mention those words, obedience, obedience, obedience. And people in the church, they just get, they get, they get upset. Well, I just don't want to have to obey God all the time. Well, just keep going on your wrong road and end up hungry and broke and, and stupid. I mean, that's just what's going to happen. So at any rate, let, let's take some time for some questions. Are there any questions out there, real questions about what we're talking about? Or any one of you guys, too. Yeah, or comments about you guys are in business, so do you have anything you'd like to say? No? She no, come tell on. She's going to tell me no. She's ready to tell you something today. She's just saying like this. Okay, are there any questions? Okay. Any okay. question. All right. So go ahead and keep talking then. You know, I think she just read my mail because when I was explaining that story is that I learned, you know, one of the things about obedience is that if you obey God halfway, it's not obedience. No. It, it, it's so it's, so it's, it's like, what? You know, and he's like, God, God's like, yeah. So when, when I was in New York and another thing happened, it was a... Um, market crashed mm -hmm. and I was like what happened God and he was just allowing me to he said you thought you obey me but you obey me halfway that's still disobedience and I was like are you serious you know because when he crashes everything crashed you know and plus um I got I thought I got too smart with my legal background and and my lawyer's like hey you know you're not you're a woman you didn't get paid much you should get paid more because you know, and you're doing all these overtime laws in California, and you're in New York, and then so sometimes when you get too far ahead of yourself and not waiting on the next information of God, you end up having to think you're perfecting where God's sending you, but you're actually doing things outside of God's will. You're in a hurry. Yeah, you're in a hurry. You're in a hurry. 
Many times people get money and they're in a hurry to invest it. Oh, I want to invest. I want to put it in here. I want to go buy this. I want to go do this. That's called, it's, it's a, a technical term. Okay. It's S-T-U-P-I-D and D-U-M-B all mixed together in a soup. Okay. Yeah, so that's, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it's a hard lesson to learn and when I came back there and, you know, I told, you know, and also sometimes when you repent certain things, uh, you don't have to wait there and beat yourself up and, you know, and then now I'm not being effective with the kingdom because he just gave me the revelation of what to do better next time. Doesn't mean he's a bad father beating you up and then me trying to do, okay, fine, because I made that mistake. I'm going to go ahead, take a break, and then I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to punish myself, God. God is not punishing us. He's telling us he's here. He wants to give us things. So if you are in the wrong place, it's time for us to make the right choices to go all the way at 100 with him mm -hmm. and trust him. And if he gave you something that you can't recognize, it's a great honor to know that you can glean to him every single moment. I am now getting a lot of projects in my life that it's way too big that I will cry and then, but then I have to shake myself off and say, wait a minute, it's not mine, it's his. So he has to bring the right people at the right time. That's why I'm so happy that Dr. Baker and myself has the same acquaintances around us that knew each other. And I'm like, I thought I was so special because every time they come to California, they don't want to stay at my house. They said, I have this friend, I'm gonna stay with my friend. And you know, almost all the people I know overseas was staying at her house. I was like, what happened, God? It was like, am I that horrible? Like, you know, and then I probably was too busy, you know, but everyone knows I can't cook, so it's a waste of time to even spend the night at my house. Yeah, but I now know where their secret hub is, is her. And, 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 and to just see how God molds us, he's going to bring you the right people that are the same people. So we're focused on building the kingdom of God in our own lane. She's doing it, I'm doing it. And the next thing you know, now that this time has come, all of a sudden our teams know each other. Yeah. You know, AJ's team is my team, you know, doing things with <coughs> other stuff and you know, Mario and all these other people and there's so much more. And we don't even try to unpack it because we're just celebrating it and we feel like this is such harvest time and this great transfer of wealth is here, not in the future, That's it's right. here. And when you really, Pay attention to what God's move. Don't get caught up with the fake news because it's the very time that, the, you know, in Isaiah 60, God says, arise and shine when the time has come, right? And at the same time, when the, what, darkness covered the earth. So that's a sign telling you, look, it's darkness has covered the earth. That means time for us to arise and shine. Shining is our relationship with God being seen finally make us be seen not hide in our uh you know our departments our work because god might ask you by the way to move god will ask you to do other things i move uh you know colorado um and then i moved back to california because you know like i said at that time i thought i was trying to save god money He's not a broke God. He doesn't need my discount or coupons. Yeah, no, I'm, you know? I'm trying to help him. I'm trying to help too. <laughs> and then I'll say, it's cheaper in Colorado. You know, it's this, 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 this. No, it wasn't. And, you know, it was just, there was so much more money coming out in my pocket when I was living in than here. You know, to say that is to understand that God is a big God, mm -hmm. that he can 
conquer all things and he can do all things. So regardless how expensive, how crazy around you is, he's telling you to be awake and not just take it. That's it. Not to just take this, all this stuff. And he's putting people together. You know, it's really interesting. He builds relationships without even building relationships. And what happens is this. He brought us together and it was an instant trust. Do, do, do you understand? And it was, it was, it was both ways. It's like, um, um, it was a, a, a thing, I, I don't know, first time we talked on the phone, I mean, we're on the phone for four hours and I'm thinking, dang, <laughs> I, I don't remember the last time I have done something like that. We were on the phone for uh, that length of time. But the whole thing of it was, is this, there was an immediate trust. God is bringing people together to say, I brought this person here. And, 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 and so therefore, what's gonna happen, you're gonna have this part of the information, you're gonna have this, and you're going to have this. And the, the temperaments and the personalities are going to be so different. Mm -hmm. So, so, so different. You know, I'm, I'm such an introvert. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and, and, and all, anyway. Uh, I, I really am uh, kind of, you know, I just don't seem like it, okay. But at any, well, what, what's happening is I'm bringing this one and this one is going to have this. And this is one of the things, he's bringing five-fold ministry together also. Mm -hmm. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher. Well, in that, he's bringing them together in the marketplace. You know how to do this, I don't. You know how to do this, I don't. So it's like, um, l let me just tell you a story real quick. What, one, one of the times that I was married, I mean, when I was married. <laughs> okay. All right. My, my former husband was great at um, research. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, naturally I had to do research for, you know, for my degrees and things like that. But research was not something that I really liked to do. But he was great at research. He could, he could uh, um, uh, get all this information. He could put it together so that I could understand it and all of these things, right? And, um, but I was better at presenting things and doing other parts of whatever. Um, my, my real estate business, my um, uh, counseling, um, uh, therapy business, I mean, and um, all of these different things with the houses and, and, and different stuff. But his anger, he could not stand the thing. He wanted to do the same job that I was doing, but he wasn't qualified. Are, are you hearing? This is one of the things that happens. I want to do that job because that one looks better. That one looks more prestigious. And it doesn't, you know, David said in the Bible, we have to understand something. And, and this is a kingdom thing. This was a king saying this now, okay? I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord, being in the right place where God has placed me, no matter what the job is, rather than be a king on a throne, if that's where it is that he has. And so as we're building kingdom businesses, and as I told you, I really believe that God is bringing 300 people together that, already that will already trust each other, and there will be investments and different things and um, uh, 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 different things that will be released from heaven for us to be able to invest into 
for the kingdom of God. And it will build things, it will release things, it will bring things forth. It will have people working, it will have uh, uh, all, of, all, all of these things uh, done. And where true kingdom people are, there will be buildings, there will be all, all, whatever is necessary, it will be, you know, trains, planes, buses, and all, all of these things. But when people are insecure, see, this is one of the things that we're talking about. It's having that security within the self. I know what I can do. And if he tells me to do something and he lets me know I have anointed you to do that, then I can do that. But if here it is, something comes up and they say, well, here it is, and I'm going to pay this for this. Hold on just a second. I'm going to call, I'm, I'm going to call Maritoni. She's better at this than I am. Yeah, but you're going to let go of all of this money for this? It doesn't matter. It's the same thing because she's able to do this. Do you understand what I'm saying? And this is how it is that's working together. The body of Christ, the body of Messiah. I should say not the body of Christ and not the true ecclesia, but the, the false church has been a people that they everybody is working for themselves. It's all about me, all about me. You know, the song, all about me. Um, and everyone is, work, people are working for themselves and not realizing that the strength is in togetherness. The strength is in when we're able to trust one another and we're able to go forth and do it. And But you can't do it with weak-minded people that get offended. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? That's a weak-minded person that gets offended. Why is that? Because your mind is not strong enough and staying focused on the purpose. See, my mind is on the purpose. You can call you. You can call me anything you want to call me. If it's about, uh, you know, let well, let's get this done, and then I'll knock you out later. Okay, but let's get this taken care of. <laughs> you, you know, let's get the job done, and 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 that's it. Because nothing is going to get me off purpose. It didn't get Jesus off purpose. He says, "I have set my face like flint." And they said, well, you need to go over here. Nope, this is why I came. This is why I came. And so that's one of the things that we need to get the purpose that together. Why is it that we're doing this? What does the marketplace need? How is it that we're to do this business? And how is it is to explode? And so we need to, as we do this, as we get these things together, it must be that kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise we're scattered. And that's, that's where... Uh, that, that's that's where we've been destroyed before because we're scattered and this person is doing this it's just like all these different ministries if God told me to blend more than enough ministries with another ministry I'd do it in a heartbeat if he said to blend a sound in love with another thing Pastor Lonzine and I would do it in a heartbeat why is that because it don't matter to me I ain't got to be the chief honcho in fact uh, you know I, I yeah I, hallelujah and what it, she's trying to say is that you have to have a mind to say, in summary in summary is that you have to understand that God owns all of the things that everything is you know you must do things unto God and that means don't be don't attach yourself to the blueprints don't attach yourself to what looks good and what doesn't look good because then you already becoming prejudiced by oh that don't look I don't want that then you, how about God is giving you something that the blueprint is on that side. And like I told you, sometimes he will give you a test that you have to go this route to get to here. You know, and it might be, why? Because he's, he's focusing for two things. He wants to expand the kingdom, and he also wants you to become more precise on being who he is. That means releasing more of his glory, who he is, what is his heart, what is God is wanting to do in this very hour. And, you know, partnering 
with ministers that has overcome their giants like we discussed last time we were here in the show and you want to know who you're partnering with and then you can't find anyone wait and then god will bring the right people and that's what we call divine appointment this is us here standing before you it's a living testimony that we did not try to look and google each other or oh, she got four doctorate and i'm a doctor now so let me just look her up <laughs> well we're gonna you know we got this good business because we literally do exactly the same and why in so many different avenue that a lot of even marketplace or churches doesn't agree with because how can you have all of this it doesn't you know it is it, it's too much because what the kingdom of god is all things he can really create things that he wants to but he's looking to partner with us and we also can anytime god wants to humble ourselves and be something that he wants us to be for that moment why because we learn how to separate our emotion personally to what God is wanting to do to that area in this Silicon Valley, in California, in United States, in Africa. When I do investment in a certain area, I do not try to take that out of that area because that area deserve to see the fruit of their labors because you don't know there's intercessors praying there. There's years and years of other things that God has done. And the Bible is an example to see how many times did they lay this rock and then later that's where Jesus was baptized. You know, why? Because God is a generational God. And the togetherness doesn't also involve with what we're doing together right now. We are part of the togetherness with the forefather before us. And all of the new generation that is coming to look for us to really show what the kingdom looked like. Because they don't have examples. And it's not going to be, you know how, um, it's, it's an interesting thing. I'm on LinkedIn and uh, <laughs> something else and whatever it is. And they keep sending me this thing saying, you didn't up your profile. And I'm thinking, I didn't make a profile. And um, uh, you didn't up this. And people are wondering about this. Well, I've never advertised my business in the first place, mm -hmm. my, my uh, therapy business. And God's always sent me people and um, sent me the right people so I didn't have to work as hard, well, uh, work, uh, work, whatever it is. Anyway, he would always send them. But one of the things of it is, is this, we uh, in the church, or we that are so-called Christian people, or whatever it is that we're supposed to be called, one of the things that we have done is that we have started to uh, look at people the same way that the, the world does. Let me see your resume. Let me see this. Let me see this. And what we and, and I'm not saying that we're to be blind to any everything. You, you, you get what I'm saying? But we're judging things and we're hiring people. They're even hiring pastors and evangelists and teachers by a resume. Somebody asked me said when I was going someplace, the minister said, "Send me your resume." I said, "What resume?" I've never had a resume. Somebody asked me to send. I said, you know what? When I stopped doing, when I stopped working for people, they were still filling out applications. That's all I've ever done. I mean, my, my daughter made me out a resume or something that I had to have to be able to. Well, well, send us some information on you. I said that's that that that's okay. But we are we we judge people by the same by, by the, the the same criteria that others in the world are doing that. And those are the things that have to stop. Because God says, no, no man after the what? After the flesh. 
I don't, uh, uh, I'm not going to know you after your flesh. I'm going to know you after your purpose in the spirit realm. And if I know you by your purpose in the spirit realm, then we can work in this, in this natural realm and get things done. Because why? Because we have the same source. We have the same uh, uh, recommender. We have the same hookupper. I mean, he hooked us up. He did the divine connections. He did those things. And then you'll find out how many things you have in common. You'll find out how much you know this and I know this. And then you'll find out that you have a whole plethora of people that are connected, that are, that are there to do the thing. Right now, uh, we're getting ready to do something and um, that, that, that I really believe is, is, is going to change society the way that it is, okay? But uh, I, I didn't hook it up. She didn't hook it up. We don't have all the information yet. All we know is that he's moving it and we're a part of it. Amen. See, and she's steerheading it and I'm right there by her side. I got you back. Uh, no, no, <laughs> no, we're side by side in doing what it is that he wants done. We'll get all of the, I mean, as we sit in heavenly places, we'll get all the things together. But the whole thing of it is, is this, we will not be procrastinating. Procrastination is one of the biggest killers. See, and we think that we have to get all this information, all this earthly information. Some of the stuff is good, but all of that, when he's saying, I want you to move into this, well, I don't have all of the information. It's not making total sense to me yet. Well, it will never make total sense to you. Many ideas that have been brought into the earth because God needed them into the earth for this time, for certain times, have not taken place. Why? Because people uh, uh, said, I don't, I don't understand it. And if you understand it totally, it's not God in the first place. Did you have a question? Go ahead. What is just go ahead regarding the body of Christ? Like, if you're not operating in the fivefold regarding the body, how do you determine who you're laboring amongst, and what is the process to knowing someone's spiritual uh, purpose? So, how do I know who I'm laboring amongst? I, I don't I don't understand the question. And 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 fivefold ministry has not. Um, being in fivefold ministry has nothing to do with uh, uh, spiritual uh, uh, marketplacing and doing the things that God wants done. God says, I'm looking to and fro to find whoever it is. And the fivefold ministry has a purpose. That purpose is to build people up so that they can do what it is that they're called to do. Mm -hmm. It's supposed that you are at, at the same level or greater or lower as your choice would be as I am, as she is in doing the things that, that, that he is. My job is, her job is, our fivefold ministry's job is, is to get you and uh, to get the body to be in the position that says, I can do all things through Messiah who strengthens me because here it is, he wants me to do this, I can do this and I will do this. And see, when you walk in the, in, in the confidence of who it is that he is in you, then you'll be able to do that. You'll be able to discern good from evil. You'll be able to discern not by your feelings. Because many people that you meet, you don't like in the first place. There's a lot of people that I meet that I'm not necessarily liking. I mean, you know, I'm looking and I'm thinking, no, they are just too skinny. And they probably can eat anything they want to. So I'm not liking them today. 
I don't think I want to even talk to them, you know. And then you see them eating, and they, it seems like there's a worm there taking it out of them, and I eat a little bit, and it, it grows. So there's, it's true, you know. I mean, I'm, I know anybody And to answer your question is that um, the first thing I always tell a lot of my um, mentee or the people that work with in our, like we have a lot of incubation in other area, is to begin to practice on how to hear from God and ask the Holy Spirit not only who, what, and when, and when you practice and asking the Holy Spirit on everything you do personally, then you begin to know, and the, like what she was saying, was discern things where to go because that relationship with God is the most important. And then now that you're stepping out, how can you determine who should, you know, what kind of spirituality is this person? Holy Spirit itself will give you clues and what. And the fivefold ministry are there, like when you come to the church and you can ask, you know, I had this dream. and. They will have uh, the prophet interpret it and then to give you more understanding. Like one of the young adults that I had, he had a quantum physics, like God just gave him a dream. He wrote it down. He didn't know what what it was. When he presented to us, um, I, you know, I translated it. It was actually a sort of formula of a medicine for a cure. And then why? Well, I'm not in the, like, science major. I came from a law major. So it because the Holy Spirit gave me that. Sometimes there's a piece of you bringing into the body of Christ of uh, a church like this place and many places that has the fivefold ministry is to allow to make sure that you become successful. So, and if you want, now that you have this dream and you wrote it down plainly and they gave you the translation, and if that's really what God says, God confirms it. So when you go home, God's going to start showing you clues on what that person says. I said, even when we work, that's why we're such a great advisor to a lot of people, leaders, and even to organization, country, or businesses is that because we ask Holy Spirit. And he gives us the perfect solution. And then we don't have to advertise and force it, make it happen. Because when they leave, when we leave the room, we can get our nails done and whatever. God does the rest. That's right. And then what's happening, they get to drive and start seeing confirmation, confirmation. Because I'm not sold yet, but I don't know if that's what really, if that person is what. God is going to cause things to happen because it came from the kingdom people speaking life into the atmosphere. What God says, not me. He just used the fivefold ministry uh, team to bring forth the government of the kingdom of God. Because you have a little blueprint, a little nugget, or you yourself is God's jewel that we want to make sure to arise and shine. And then we will place you to a teacher, Nancy. She has her class. And I remember before she became a firm teacher, I was just walking with God. And God told me, whatever, I got into uh, an investment group with this one whole race. And I have to know everything about Israel and Jewish. And I was partner with my business partner was Levite. She knows everything, and she lives there. She, you know, she does everything. But God told me, don't ask her anything. Ask this lady. And so why? Because there's something in her that was kingdom, that was truthful. That means if I ask her a question, God will give her answers to me, not from the very people that has the background, the etiquette, whatever it is that looks perfect. So you never want to ju judge the book by its cover, but to ask God, who should I go with this? And he, you know, she asked me, and I told her, I said, you know, it's so funny. I told her, God's asking me to ask you, and I'm going to obey God because I learned not half obedience is, 
you know, disobedience. I'm going to only ask you, so tell me about what organization should I go? What should I do to really know more about Israel? Like, how do I expand my knowledge? She was telling me all the right places to go. And then I went, and I didn't see her, you know, all the time. So every time I go to the next question. So the fivefold ministry are there so that you can have answers. The apostles can see through the blueprints where you're going and how to get there. That's what we're here. And then the prophets hear from God to what you're actually getting. And then because prophetic can come from dreams, you know, that means God is speaking to you. could be a vision or something, a move, a sound, because we have a lot of sound tech here too, a sound engineer, that they start hearing this sound. That's God speaking. He wants to release something in heaven. And you can't do it on your own. That's what we're creating this series is to give you the tools so that you can understand the church lingo, the world lingo, and how to merge them together and what works and what doesn't work. So you learn that the apostle can see things. That means you ask, you know, do you have an apostle in the house? And you'll find a lot of churches don't have one. And then so, and then, uh, you know, I guess we're, uh, you know, not that important, but, you know, <laughs> so you'll find out they don't have one. And then many people will call them, uh, uh, I'm a prophet, I'm a prophet, this, but you have to see also judge their fruit, if whether they're really doing what they're, you know, if they get mad cussing around, why would you ask? Don't ask them that. And then um, one, uh, the teachers, very few, because many pastors are supposed to be teachers, teachers right. but they don't think that it, it holds such fame of honor, but in the kingdom of God, teacher was mentioned right after in Ephesians, mm -hmm. if you read it, was mentioned after the prophet. Why? Because the teacher is partnering with the apostle and prophet because we're two weird people and they have to figure out how to teach this in the classroom right. Right. so that they can simplify the gospel to you guys. And then so they're available anywhere. It's all over. You just have to ask God, who can teach me? And then when you, you know, any questions you have, the teacher will tell you. And the pastor deals with your emotional problem. You need a shepherd because you need to be in order because the kingdom of God is order. You know, and then you'll hear Apostle always talk about it because we're all about, that's what where my low background came from is the order. It has to be order because if things are not in order, it's not of God because God is a, a God of order. So when things are chaos, you, you go on a backup and then look and just pay more attention and God start bringing, because he knows what is in your mind. You're looking, so he will bring you what you're looking for. And then you have this, uh, you begin to learn to trust the pastor's and give them your drama so that when you're working, doing your project, it doesn't come out of your work. It doesn't come out in your, your creativity. Now all of a sudden, your, every song that you're singing is hate because you're full of hate because something was not taken care of when your childhood. And then so, but when you get rid of all that, you see this beautiful, creative person speaking life, singing life. It's really, you know, it, mm -hmm. you know, with joy. And, and you see also artists, when they paint, you can see darkness on painting. And you see lightness in life in paintings. And so you get to choose which one. It's just so simple. It's good or bad, light or dark. The whole world was designed to have all of these other shenanigans in gray area. It doesn't gonna work in this time. That's, That's why we're here, is to simplify it and even coming against what the tradition of church. You know, we're not wearing robes here. 
you know? And I know I bump into some Mexican people say, oh, you're getting paid a lot of money, huh? You know, you're an apostle, you know? I was like, a bishop, and I was like, oh, I didn't know they make that much money. But no, I'm not making that much money because money is just a tool to, to be a blessing to others because when it comes through, God, what do you want to do with this? Oh, I got a promotion. Sometimes God asks you, tied into your church, 50%, or a check came in the mail, like the stimulus, 1400 came in, and then a lot of churches were, oh, they better make sure they tied up $140. That's not how the kingdom work. Because how about that person's, God asked that person to give yeah, their the faith, thing. the whole thing. <laughs> Why are you trying to minimize to that? How about that person wants to bless their mother or their father or something, so or to pay off all their debts so that they're no longer debt-free? They, they're they're debt free. They're not in debt anymore. So you can't as a church. That's not our role. We're just here to help them so that they can be sent out. And the church has forgotten their role. And the shepherd, they need to be a real pastor. They can't be coming in here criticizing things. Oh, they didn't do this. Oh, they weren't Daisy Dukes and you know all this other stuff. <laughs> you know, too much criticism is judgment. And God says for us to not judge. And we hear, we're leaders, we hear our leaders complain about the most stupid thing ever. And I was like, God, thank you for allowing us to say that word. Because this is really stupid. We can't really make any new words for it. And they don't even understand that the very spirit that they're criticizing was hopping on them. That's why they only see the evilness because the evil is hopping on them back and forth. And those are all chaos. And now God is shaking every single thing to tell all the smart people out there that they don't know it all. God has the wisdom, and we partner with him, and he created a fivefold ministry so that whenever in your life, as you move forward with God, he already has a government for you. Who cares if the government fell here? But you are under his kingdom, so he has a government. Wherever you go, he will send somebody. And he's not sending forth in, in God is not religion. Mm-hmm. See, it's not it's not about religion. He says, "I gave you righteousness, peace, and joy." So, mm-hmm. did she answer? Did we answer your question? Yeah, I mean, um, I think I was thinking a little bit more. I guess it helps me. That was like mainly leading to. I should probably just said that um, just to like everyday things because you went. Um, like, that is everyday. Oh, oh that's everyday. This is everyday. This is lifestyle. The kingdom mm-hmm. of God is a lifestyle. And, and, and it's like hearing from God. If someone calls me and says, I need an appointment, I'm going to hear from God whether I have the answer for them or not. If I don't have the answer for them, ain't no sense in them coming in to see me because I'm not a thief. I'm not going to steal their money and say, okay, I'll make you an appointment and you come in and I don't have anything for you. Okay, do you understand? It's an everyday thing. Mm-hmm. Any, anything and everything, it's all spiritual. If you don't see it from the spiritual realm, and, and, and uh, we're going to have to close in just a few minutes, but one, one of the things of it is, is this. We seem to think spiritual is, or hallelujah, glory to Jesus. All right? We seem to think anointing is uh, uh, something that, um, uh, you know, something that is, out here and 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 it's unseen or whatever it is that's it <laughs> what'd you say a halo. a halo yeah halo yeah okay i'm anointed okay um but it's in every area anything and everything 
that's done in the ecclesia, done in the church, which is a governmental word. The word church means ecclesia. It's a governmental word. All of it's government, and it's used everywhere. There is no church life, secular life, and, and God life in us. It's all one. We only have one life. And so I walk in the spirit, which means I walk with God in obedience with him. I'm working with him. And so when I'm walking with him, I'm not fulfilling what it is that my flesh, my emotions, my, my, all of the, my, my drama would want to fulfill. So I'm constantly hearing from him. How can I not? I'm seated in him. I ain't seated next to Jesus. I'm in him. I'm in Christ it. Okay. You know, it's like the egg is in Christed in the 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 the, the yolk is in Christed in the in, mm-hmm. in in the shell. I'll say. So what you, you know when you wake up, sometimes you get depressed and it's sad and and it's not you. It's some because we're spirit being, we're sensitive in the spirit, so the things around us can affect us. So when you know when you wake up, when you know that you are spirit being, then you assess that feeling. And then you have a choice to say, hey, look, I, this is not me. My back is not hurting, you know. And the moment you know that you're a spirit being, that this is not you, depressed, kick it out. And guess what? By the time you're brushing your teeth, you're not depressed. You're back again happy, doing what you're supposed to do. And when you learn how to live a lifestyle of the kingdom, is what they call church, because we are church. Just you, me, being just this woman of God. I do this every single day, and what happened, I become better to it. So when I begin to want to create my business, then that will overflow to what I do. And when I begin to train people, then that will overflow with that too. So you'll find out that the kingdom foundation fits all things. That means that purity vessel that knows that we belong to a powerful God, that he's big. If you believe that. That should trump everything that comes in your mind or what people says. Oh, they ain't going to work. They ain't going to work. If God says, his, it will not return void. You just have to be patient and ask him more questions. Mm-hmm. And then that relationship begin to come together. So whatever you ask, then he will begin to speak to you. While he's answering your question, he's also changing you. Because when I'm talking to God, to, I'm actually with the glory of God. And something inside of me is being healed automatically so when people call themselves christian church folks and if they're still not transformed in the last five ten years they're not really being transformed i don't know who they're talking to i told this one prophet that was uh, even joined our group and went into our incubation for like several years it's like i don't think you're talking to the same holy spirit i'm talking to because you're not you, you're has you compete you she joined it so, because she was trying to compete with the other people on how much download are we getting from heaven, and then he and she starts seeing like I've been doing ministry for thirty years. Why is that young man that has attitude over there is getting so much from God? Because he listened to what I said, asked God, talked with God, and then the transformation begins. So now God saw what He did with that one piece of note, and then now He's going there trying to find the next piece of that puzzle next piece of that puzzle and now God trusts him so when I went to Africa God I asked God too I'm not I don't have a click I say God who do you want me to bring this person this person I don't care what resume you have who do God wants me to bring and then I will bring only the right person and whoever I'm meeting better be the right people because if there was one impure person 
Like what she said, I'm not about to go. Because why? It's not because they're going to recognize me. I don't care if they're going to name a school in my name. No, I said, don't name it in mine. I did things unto God. Name it to the one that will encourage the people, the young people there, that you need to begin to honor the other great men in your country. That's right. Because there's greatness in all of us. And so when we wake up, well, that's what we're trying to impart with you guys, is to begin to see what we're teaching you is not just for business, but it's for your lifestyle to complete, be that worshiper. Because when you have a God, you worship him in spirit and truth. So we are a spirit being, and we have to walk in truth. And that is Jesus. You just keep your eyes on him. And guess what? Every problems you have will fall out. Everything. Why? The devil can't hit you if you keep talking with God because you keep getting filled by him. Whether he's saying something basic or not. What you're writing down on a piece of paper, even though you said, oh, God loves me. I'm beloved. That's glory from heaven coming down on earth. And you made it in reality, in the natural form. So we are spirit being that was here renting this body of this race, this age and stuff. When you begin to partner with God so much, you start seeing the glorious body that Adam and Eve has in a garden. You start seeing that you're not getting COVID, you're not getting sick, that nothing's touching you. Even the government shut down the uh, PG&E here in California. Our place didn't get shut down. Why? Because God know where you at. And we're teaching you guys to take this teaching into yourself and, to take, and it to, the world. to take it to the word and practice it at your and work, it. practice it with the little kids, practice on your Instagram, practice mm. it with some stranger. And then what happens? You begin to see, oh, my God, there is power mm -hmm. in the kingdom. Amen. It's all about power and authority now. I don't care how long people have been in church. If they don't walk in power, they're the Lion of Judah that don't have no voice, no power. There's two lions. So then God's going to start talking to you with things, and you're going to know things, and then he's going to partner you along with that journey with a fivefold ministry so that you know we belong. And that's when the government is being formed, and we're taking a risk to say, yeah, we're available, and yeah. we want you to do the same thing, not wait later because this thing is a, 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 is, is a divine moment that whatever you learn from school, church, or whatever, dump it all. Just go back fresh, start with God, and then start a brand new blueprint. <laughs> Dump it all, because that was the instruction of the change of the era. We're in a new era. I said, you know, I, I was going to put all my degrees on the wall. It's like, dump it all. Why? Because we have to be available. I, I met with some lady last night. She's like, I don't know. I can't think. You know, and we were talking, and I said, because you're a new creation. Why are you trying to think of the old things? This is good news. She's like, that's weird. I said, I can't really think right now because you believe and you agree with what we're saying right now. That's the small mustard seed, and God does the watering for it. And oh, just you have to practice it and take it out in the Word, and then you'll find out that it works. And you'll find out that we're out of time. Yes. <laughs> and we'll be back next week. Uh, same time. You know, yeah, same time, same station. <clears throat> same bad cave. Anyway, <laughs> what, what we're doing is... We're working through so that um, actually we don't have a, a written down plan, but what, what's going on is this, that God is releasing things that he wants released. Much, uh, some of the last thing that you were saying, you can ask him, I said to him, uh, to Daniel, some of the very same things today about forgetting those things because a lot of the way, we may talk about this next week too, a lot of the way that you've read, read the Bible 
and gone through the Bible and all of that, some of those things are going to have to be dropped because where we are is not a season. It's not, oh, in this season, no. And it's not in this dispensation, no. In this dimension, there's a dimension that we're moving into. There's a dimension that we're in that the things that used to work will not work anymore. So um, remember where we are. We're at 1914 Trade Zone Boulevard, 1914B Trade Zone Boulevard, San Jose, California, 95131. This is the Tell It Like, oh, okay. Um, what's the name of oh, the Tell It Like It Is program with Dr. B. Baker. And uh, my, um, my friend and my co-host for now for the next couple of weeks or so, um, Apostle Maratoni Yamat, and we're going to continue with this and bring up other things that you would like to hear. Remember, mteminc.org. Uh, you can uh, give an offering if you choose to. You can send in a question or any of those things, or you can call the phone number 408-945-4439. Crystal will write it down. She is a great, uh, I was going to say dictator, but uh, uh, not dictator. She, 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 she can take messages well. So at any rate, thank you so much for joining us. The Lord um, bless you. Oh, you're going to pray over the offering? Is Zale? Yeah, we're going to take offering. And oh, this okay. is Zale right here too. Oh, okay. Oh, you can do, you can do Zale. You can do uh, any of that. Yes. And don't forget to, you, you know, send your offering to Zale. Offerings at mteminc.org. And send us all your questions because we are walking in this new and we want to give you fresh manna of what God has for us. Amen. Okay. They're still, they're still coming up, so. Okay. Go ahead and get out of here. Mm -hmm. oh, Any okay. final words while we're waiting for the checks to come up? I have a comment. Oh, comment. okay. Give us a microphone. Hallelujah. Fine. Yes. Give us a microphone. As, as we're doing all, as we're walking with what your, your plans are, um, we also need to start increasing our skills. We need to dedicate certain times of the day, certain times of the week, to keep increasing our skills and not be um, stuck in the same thing all the time. Like, there's a lot of people, when I was working in high tech, um, what? Come on up. <laughs> when, I was, when I was working in high tech, there's a lot of people who says, oh, I have 20 years experience designing chips, right? But it's the first, it's the first three years of experience repeated over and over for the next 20. It's not like, hey, I didn't learn a new skill this time. That's so why when I was mentoring people, I say, you can, you should, since technology changed so much, uh, so fast, um, I said, you can only stay in one place you know, so much, like maybe three years max, mm -hmm. and you need to go on, because the technology changes so fast, you be stagnant, you can't relive the same skills, you need That's to right. learn new things, especially now that we're walking into this thing, like, a lot of opportunities will come, but you don't recognize it, because you don't know, mm -hmm. like if you're real, in real estate, that's a whole new language, right? If you're coding, that's a different language. If you're even designing chips, if you're in architecture or if you're in um, hardware, there's all different languages, all of the 
test and all of that. Um, so I've, I've met people who stayed like at AMD for 20, 24 years. I came back, like, like they didn't learn anything right. Right. All right. That's a really, she may, yeah. She may be coming up here and joining us. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Getting all the experts. Yeah, that's so yeah, true. It's yeah, it's so true. You got to keep moving. And, and, and that's the way it is in the spirit realm, too. You have to keep, and, and that's what you're talking about. you got to move in, in that, because that learning in those areas are moving in the spirit realm, because they're all spirit. Because the spirit is what changes, is, is what changes things. It's the faith of the spirit. It's that, it's that quantum thing again. So. All right. All rise. <laughs> <laughs> bless you the lord keep you may the lord and he already does makes his face to shine upon you and has given you his shalom and we'll see you back uh, uh, next week and thank you for joining us bye-bye <laughs>